Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Talk about women's golf in Singapore. There's some exciting things happening. And I will say the most exciting thing that's happening is coming up the inaugural Hanna Financial Group Singapore Women's Open, which is from December the 9th to the 11th. The biggest names in women's golf descend on the Tampanese course at Tanamera Country Club. Joining us now are Singapore golfers Ko Sakui and Aloysia Atenzia. Good morning. Welcome to the show, ladies. Great to have you with us. Good morning. Hi, morning. Thank you for having us. And Aloysia, it sounds like there's uh, golf happening in the background, people practicing. <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, actually um, at Sembawang Golf Club. Uh, nice. Yeah, just between practice time. Beautiful, beautiful out there. <laughs> Wonderful. And, and Sakui, where, are you at a golf course as well? Yeah, I'm at Sentosa. Oh, what a life! Oh, what a life! <laughs> Can we come out and join you? Oh, no, Neil doesn't golf. I'll come out and join you yeah. afterward. He'll play for both of us. <laughs> All right, Sokwe, let's kick it off. You are the highest ranked Singaporean on the on the Singapore on the world's golf ranking. So congratulations for that. You turned pro in 2016, but this is your first ever National Women's Open in Singapore. What does it feel like? Tell us about this new event. I mean, it's definitely exciting for Singapore golf. I think especially for women's golf, we never had a Singapore Women's Open. The only other event that we compete in or try to compete in every year is the HSBC World Championship. So, I mean, it's definitely exciting as always to play in front of a home crowd. And hopefully this is the start of a momentum that propels Singapore Women's Golf forward. Yeah, and you know, and golf and women's golf in Singapore has been happening, you know, obviously for decades Huge. With, with the HSBC and and other really really big tournaments. How is this Hanna Financial Group Singapore Women's Open going to be different? Uh Aloysia, what do you, what do you think how, how will this yeah, how how will this be different for golfers, female golfers here? Um I think it's a lot different because um like what socks it um we've always had the HSBC uh World Championship um, but uh, we haven't had a Singapore Open. Uh, it's always been the men's Singapore Open that's right. ha- been happening annually. Um, so I think it's a big boost because um, it's uh, something that um, the elite golfers, both professional and amateurs, uh, can work towards and strive to play in. So like, I think this year it was fortunate for us um, that I'm able to play and Tal is able to play and a few other amateurs also. Yeah. Oh, that's great insight. We're talking with Ko Sakui and Aloysia Atenzia, who are both uh, golfers here in Singapore, women's golfers. Ladies, stand by for just a moment, will you? We've got to do a quick announcement, and then we'll be right back to talk with you more. Just stand by. A SCDF mobilization exercise is now on for personnel assigned with the following code words. Soaring Hawk. Quiet Llama. Golden Eagle. Crystal Ball. All personnel mobilized are to report to the mobilization centers immediately. All right. Welcome back to the show. We got to take care of our friends at the uh, the SCDF uh, here and bring back our, our lady golfers. Uh, Sakui, um, when you look at the the field that's going to happen at the uh, Hanna Financial Group Singapore Women's Open on December 9th to the 11th, uh, what excites you about the, the field that you're seeing or the people that you know that are going to be there? I mean, of course, it's a KLPGA event and all of us know that Korean golfers, Korean women's golfers are the strongest in the world. So definitely it'll be a high, I mean, a 
world-class event, as well as some of the LPGA stars that's playing as well. I mean, recent world number one, but she's world number two now, Jean mm. Ataya. She's also in the field. So I bet it's really, it's going to be a world-class field with some good golf next week. Wonderful. And a long time coming, Aloysa, of course, with the pandemic. So many international meets were put on hold. You couldn't really play the big, the big events like this for the last two years. How did you keep going? How did you keep yourself motivated? How did you keep training and preparing for when events could start again? Um, I think for me, um, two years ago, uh, just before COVID started, is when my game was just starting to find its way out of its shell. Um, and I think that just kept me motivated because I just felt like I had a lot of potential coming. And if I just kept training hard, I'll be ready uh, to compete with like the top players, even uh, both amateurs and pros. And I think um, just this year, I, I was able to compete in um, the Simone Asia Pacific Cup, which was my very first uh, professional tournament. Um, and I think um, now that events are starting to come up uh, I'm like super prepared and just super excited to see how I can do yeah and just to add to that a SEA yeah. Games silver medalist exactly for Singapore <laughs> let's Eloisa. not forget yeah that's awesome yeah and that how, how did that feel going through that experience um I think it was really it felt really good um I didn't have a lot of pressure put on me uh, which was really good um I had no expectations, although I did really want to win uh, a medal uh, coming back home. Uh, I was able to play uh, as relaxed as I could. I, I was able to be in the best mental state that I uh, to play my best golf. And I think it all ended up pretty well. And yeah, I'm just super glad and I was, uh, it, that I was able to inspire the younger girls coming up uh, that they can do uh, as well as I did or even better in the future. And, and on that yeah. point, Sok Hui, you are the veteran of the, the women's golf scene in many ways. You are the highest ranked player. I won't mention ages, but I'll just say you're one of the veterans. <laughs> and how do you feel the about... The oldest, you mean? Okay, you said it. You said it. Okay, how do you feel about Aloisa coming through and the next Jason, uh, generation of golfers coming through? It sounds great for the women's game. How is it doing at the moment? Yeah, I mean, most definitely, I think it's really good. I think in my many years of playing for Singapore and just from junior golf to national team days and subsequently now professional, I think it's the one time that I see a steady stream of golfers, uh, women golfer, girl golfers. So of all ages, there seems to be a constant flow. Um, and that's really nice because you know that there's always somebody that's coming along and just looking up at, Aloisa looking up at professional levels at me, maybe. Just, you know, getting inspiration and working towards the same goal. So it's, I mean, with, with now with the Singapore Women's Open, it means that they always have something to look forward to, to actually work towards to one day play in the look, like, I mean, the National Open. So I think it, it's really good for Singapore golf. Sakwi, so uh, let's just carry on with you. Um, since you have had this experience over a number of years now, one of the things that Neil and I often talk about on this show, we love having professional or semi-professional Singaporean sports people mm. come on our show because we feel very strongly, obviously Neil's been a sports journalist all of his career, that we need to give more attention to professional sports and the development of professional sports in Singapore and how difficult that has traditionally been for many Singaporean families to consider having their kids be sports people instead of business people, for example. Um, 
tell us a little bit about what you're seeing as it relates to golf. Are you seeing more interest, more acceptance among Singaporean households to have their, their, their girls become professional golfers, or are we still at a low level with that? Wow, you're really putting me in a spot here. I mean, you know, just I tell think, us I mean, the way you see it, right? Yeah. I, feel, I feel like there still is kind of a little bit of a resistance from yeah. parents to, I mean, to kind of encourage the kids to go along this journey because we all know it's not, a, it's not an easy journey. So mm. I guess when parents see their children going through tough times, they just wish that they wouldn't have picked something so difficult and, <laughs> and just lead like a normal, you know, you graduate, you get a job yeah. and then just lead a normal life. Um, but I guess with, as they're more sporting achievements, coming along, I guess that might change the perception of parents along the way. They might feel like it's actually a viable option and as long as you get yourself on the right track, work on the right thing, get yourself a good support group, right. I think that is still, is, there's still a possible way of like making it a career. So mm. gradually, as there's more sporting achievements like badminton, most recently with Loki and you, I'm sure slowly Singaporean mindsets are changing. Well, let me ask you a similar question, Aloysa, because you are a poster woman for everything we're talking about here because I'm just looking at your resume. You're a civil engineering graduate, so that keeps the Kiasu parents happy. (laughs) But at the same time, you started playing golf at 10. You've had top five finishes in amateur events in the U.S., and in Australia, apart from all your achievements in the region. So two things, really. How have you managed to balance becoming a civil engineering graduate with this burgeoning golf career? And at the same time, how supportive were your parents through this process? Um, I think um, when I was a lot younger, um, my studies was just like uh, the main priority for me. So um, I wasn't really like very focused into golf. I did compete regularly. Um, I played, although I just practiced like during the weekends and stuff. So probably that's the reason why I wasn't really like very well known when I was a junior. Um, But when I got to university, I tried to uh, plan my schedule uh, properly. Um, I was able to uh, plan my timetable so I could dedicate more time to golf. Uh, fortunately, uh, for uh, COVID happened. Um, it was unfortunate, of course, for many people, but for me, it was quite fortunate. So uh, there was a bit of a, a cut down in the number of tournaments and stuff like that. So I was able to focus more on schoolwork and get that done and over with. Um, and just when the pandemic uh, kind of like uh, settled down a little was when um, I was about to graduate from school. So I really had a lot more time to focus and dedicate my time to practices. And just start of this year, I graduated from uh, university. So uh, I'm actually practicing full time, uh, dedicating all of my time to golf, actually, wow. uh, just gym and trainings like that. So I think it was quite uh, good for me to see um, my hard work pay off uh, mm. eventually. And I hope just this just keeps... Um, I keep building the momentum and just keep going at it. And and just to add briefly, and your parents have supported this move into golf? Um, They have always known, like, um, my interest in wanting to pursue golf. Uh, So uh, we kind of, like, had, like, a unspoken deal of, like, uh, once as long as you graduate with a degree, uh, you can pursue whatever you want afterwards. So I think they gave me a timeline to um, pursue my, my dream. 
uh, after graduation. So I hope I can keep to that timeline. <laughs> Otherwise, I have to find other forms of support. Well, it's yeah. not unspoken anymore. You've just said it on national radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. A good friend of the show, Eric Lynch, is commenting on Facebook Live. Go Team Singapore in the upcoming Singapore Women's Open. We, of course, echo that. Uh, Eric, great to have you on with us today. Uh, ladies, the HANA Financial Group Singapore Women's Open is going to serve also as the curtain raiser for the Korea Ladies Professional Golf Association, the KLPGA Tour 2023 season opener, uh, December 9th through the 11th at Tanamera Country Club. Uh, I'll give the last word uh, to you, Kok Sui. How, are, how do you think you're going to do? Are you, gonna, uh, are, you, are you feeling strong about your own performance? And, and what are you hoping to see from the other ladies in the field? I mean, really, I'm just going to take it one step at a time, just focus on myself. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of strong players out there, yeah. but I don't want to be too distracted looking at them as well. I want to focus on myself, take it one shot at a time, and then just play my best possible game next week. Awesome. Well, we wish both of you yeah. all the best, and I wish all the best to all the players who are embarking in this HANA. Or to uh, Singapore players. Yeah, well, the Singapore Open, but everybody, you know. No, we wish them all it, it, well, yes, of you course. You know, the boat, the boat raises for everybody, doesn't yes, it? Yes, that's yeah, right, yeah. that's right. So, uh, congratulations on uh, on your current success, and, and much uh, good luck to you for your future success. Aloysia Atinza and Ko Sakui, we are looking forward to great things from both of you. And hopefully we'll maybe get out there and walk a few holes and watch you play on TV. That'll be great. Well, Thank I'm, you. I'm happy to caddy. <laughs> you know, if that helps in any way. He doesn't, I'm sorry, he, but the job is, has been taken oh. up. He, he doesn't stand out at all. No. no, no. He'll just no. fit right into the whole I'm scene. only 1.94 meters tall. I'll just disappear on the fairway. Ladies, thanks again for being with us on Saturday mornings on Money FM. Good luck. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.